listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. We're live on a Tuesday, ready to do some podcasting. Mm-hmm. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Um, leave us five star reviews on iTunes and um and Stitcher, and we'll read them on the show. Appreciate when people take the time out to do that. Let us know that you like the show. Let us know that you're still listening. Let us know that you're engaged. The official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport. Bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. That's right. Um, and let's just get right into it. There's a lot of stuff uh, to talk about today. I thought I would start with some of my um, random thoughts. Okay, it's things I've been thinking about. Um. Um so i was watching tv the other day and i seen this um this jewelry ad mm-hmm. and i realized that jewelry ads have been the same my entire life yeah the bitches ain't changed like they all had the same thing which is because in order to get a commercial on tv you got to be a big time jewelry store in order to do that you probably got a chain store which means you're in malls and all across america and stuff like k jewelers and right. things of this nature and every commercial is like a man giving something to a woman right like we never have that patriarchal discussion right that's never gonna happen oh uh, but it's always you know it's like feminism equality except for sometimes when it comes time to get some jewelry okay we all know that that's still old school yeah um, i would love to see uh diversity in that i would love to see lgbtq you know and every now mm. and then you might see some brown people but you rarely see uh latinx you rarely see native american i'm just you know what i mean like even though it's still quote unquote a man and a woman you normally see two white people well you know well personally i do see a lot of uh interracial mix i've never seen the um i've actually don't think i've ever seen um a lgbtq couple represented but i have seen the racial thing in the commercials is actually funny uh and i'm not trying to belittle it i mean i think it's good but sometimes i <laughs> y'all ever feel like commercials be too woke when you like watching something you like oh okay <laughs> like this just became a thing like um like back in the day when obama was in office and every commercial had a smart black person in it it's just like every commercial at some point it just becomes patronizing when it's like you know every every ad is the same where it's like i'm a dumb white man i don't know what i want to eat for lunch and then a white a black person shows up and a like very like Pops you know about the floor or out the water or someone go i can help you sir right now he's like dressed up in like khaki pants and whatever shirt the company is there it's like correct sir i'm gonna explain taco bell to you you know like i this got a little too patronizing for my taste i i don't need niggas to explain taco bell to feel like that's equality i i'm okay with that one but Me too but um i do see a lot of like representation of like and maybe i just notice it more but there's a lot of like interracial couples in these commercials now there's a lot of black couples black families in these commercials now, now I, have, I think are you seeing jury commercials just commercials all across the board in these jury commercials i think oh, okay. and these car commercials i think what happened was um black lives matter and obama and shit kind of activated a lot of people and, and hip them to like the market of black people and marketing blackness you know the same way that your favorite you know twitter people got more and more pro-black or you got more and more pro-black or you know companies get more and more like start talking about race and shit i'm not saying it's all positive some of it's obviously manufactured and they're just selling its products correct but 
i have noticed it like the commercial i'm talking about i think i saw at, at least one black couple in it at least one um and then so a lot of times i'll be saying interracial couples which is dope too but you know still a long way to go um yes anyway uh my point was uh i was watching this thing and uh all the commercials are the same it's a guy getting a some piece of jewelry for a woman and it's always like they show the presentation of the jury as he puts it on her neck or gives her the ring or something at dinner or Or sometimes they get the kids involved something like that right Mm -hmm. it's always something like that and then there's always like a voice telling you at home like what you need to be doing it's like because sometimes she needs to know just how special she is right every and kiss begins with k and what they really that's not the real commercial what the real commercial is don't fuck up you know thanksgiving i mean valentine's day is coming to christmas you know she's gonna be expecting this get your money right you know put some money down you know that's technically what they saying you know on on the low they you know you can paint it in every kiss begins with zales but that's the that's kind of a signal to a dude that um uh, every kiss begins with k okay what, what was Zales. <laughs> how's that even possible i don't know but they still they do jewelry too my bad it's okay go ahead anyway back y'all know to, why y'all came back to what i was saying um the commercial's always the same it's the guy <laughs> presenting the jury it's the guy um you know like you said kids involved today mm-hmm. this time it will be for mother's day correct you know um before it was february it was valentine's day always the man giving a woman something uh before that it was christmas you know they this, this is what they do but what i thought was interested is they always say like she needs to know how special she is she deserves to know how unique she is and how much she's helped your life and i'm like so to tell you how special you are i'm gonna go to a chain store buy the piece of jewelry they told me to buy yeah, in every, the ad everybody else is gonna be buying they literally have thousands of come on and they have hundreds of stores in america thousands of these pieces of jewelry zero unique about them like literally nope. some woman is gonna be working out at the pilates class and look across the room and seven other women are gonna have the yeah. same design of a necklace Mm -hmm. and and it doesn't actually mean what they say it means about being unique or anything Mm -hmm. like that it really just means like a man liked me enough to give me a thing even if it's the same thing you got you know correct so that was the interesting thing in that commercial because it's like you know get your girl the unique gift that is one of a kind that only she deserves that we have thousands in stock <laughs> and thousands on. of men will get in line and buy and uh, buy thousands of women identical unique jewelry at this chain franchise that you find in hundreds of malls throughout america and and then thousands of women will be pleasantly surprised that you gave them the bare minimum of a thing this year come on you know it's just uh, it's uh, but it's always been like that my whole life which makes me go to the next point it must work it does as much as we think we've come so far in this country they've done studies and shit it works even in the age of me too and i'm not saying it works because women are just easily satisfied Mm -hmm. it works because the bar is so low for men correct we we are so bad yeah you've been fucking up all year this is your way to make up that's not what i mean karen i mean women don't expect shit at that at, at, like they're just like the bare minimum will be fine oh flowers thank you <laughs> for having thought of me thank you so much oh oh we're going to dinner i appreciate dinner this is food i didn't have to cook 
it's basically a night off and dinner you know like but it's <laughs> but that's how low the bar is so it's just like that is how low the bar is like you say uh i think you joked about one time how you know a lot of fathers be like leave your mama alone today her day don't be bothering her today well, her that's, day. that's normally what we do for father's day we don't normally see that for mother's day mother's day is the opposite father's day is leave your daddy alone because oh, the ideal yeah. the ideal image of a man is a nigga that just like could use some peace and quiet away from y'all like everything's a burden to your father fatherhood is a burden being a husband is a burden everything with men is you know the prototypical man is this guy who 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 tolerates the responsibility that he you know he had to give up all his fun for you motherfuckers but they tolerate too but people don't look at it like that right but women the stereotypical view is well they need to be surrounded by their loved ones and celebrated and this is the day we take mom out to red lobster and we with everybody else in them long ass lines we get dressed in the best and we we're nice and no one's gonna fight today and we're all gonna let her know that this is so great and such a special day and we're gonna do our chores the way we're supposed to do them every day we're gonna do them for real today like that's like that's the big ass difference in how we treat men and women in these holidays or whatever which is sad you know yeah. sad commentary is like right because your dad don't want to see your ass happy father's day you know <laughs> give him that tank that same tired ass tie mm. or that same it's not even t-shirt. about it's not even about that the gifts that's like that's how fucked up it is like men don't even appreciate gifts the only gift you can give a dad is a beer and staying out of his face and i'm like that is a horrible message to send to your kids a bad one but then if we reversed it and the fathers were the ones like i want everyone to go out today we're gonna have a good time we're gonna eat you guys are gonna be nice to each other you're gonna do your chores like that would be one way to that would like be a difference in the way we treat men and then if we flipped it with the moms it was like everyone get the fuck out the house i just want to watch tv and fuck i'm watching love and hip-hop marathon all day i'm drinking nothing but wine i'm keeping my hair in rollers i'm fucking staying in my robe i'm not cleaning shit y'all are responsible for cooking your own food come on like there's a lot of women i'm sure out there like i would love that and I, there's probably right. even men on the other side that are like i would love everybody going out and making a big deal of me right but it's funny our gendered stereotypes and fucking like weird ass patriarchal roles makes people be like nah i don't want nah. yeah. and when you're talking about the jury like you say it's a it works because it's a lot of women that actually like jury like that which is fine but like you said they're selling a uniqueness that's not actually a uniqueness mm-hmm. um so yeah I, I just thought that was funny the other day i was like uh <laughs> like what the fuck is uh why is this commercial so familiar you've been you know? seeing it for forever yeah i've seen it a million times like i've seen it every year five different holidays uh for my whole life it's just a bunch of give your woman something because you ain't shit um, that basically and the thing is uh you rarely see local local jury commercials and when you do they actually stand out because they're funny because they don't got the you know they can't pay for the whole two minute commercial so it's something real quick come on by here we out here in the middle of nowhere by our jury we we say you unique shit my favorite is actually um when they have like the designer of the jury come out and like present their jury yes. jury but it's mass produced jury it's not like i made this stone with your wife in mind and the love you shall cherish each other. but uh, i'm like but you really didn't know because you didn't make fifteen thousand stones you didn't do that 
this is actually made out one design they copied it and shipped it everywhere yeah like they just copied and pasted your shit and it's actually not giving my wife the greatest gift in the world you know it's give your wife this interlocked diamond design by the from the mind of margaret kelly or whatever <laughs> like i don't know who margaret is and also i'm not sure that this is unique because all the women on my block now have one you know right this is such a weird thing um speaking of which i've been watching the playoffs mm-hmm. and i gotta tell you something man the way lebron did them raptors it wasn't right <laughs> I, I i i i had a thought because i was walking through the parking lot to the ymca today mm-hmm. nothing is more likely to drive right through your ass than lebron james in the playoffs or a white woman in the car or a white woman in the car in the parking lot same same reckless abandon damn white women don't be stopping i hate to be racist and talk about stereotypes but that shit is true no like of the likelihood of a motherfucker just zooming by your ass like move nigger it's a white woman like 95 percent of the time i'm like what are you doing yeah i almost got hit the other day because one wasn't paying no attention they always be doing that shit is it just me have y'all been experiencing this no they've actually done uh uh, but for real they've actually done studies and statistics that say and i think you even read one here that uh people don't slow down and stop for brown people like nah no we're not saying the same thing please pay attention to what i'm saying okay I'm, I'm being very specific okay white women will run your ass over okay i'm not you know just talking about demographic because i'm black i'm saying white women will run anybody's ass over i don't like, like oh you in the way like you in a big ass suv about trying to, to get the joker class hit kids and shit like what is going on with this man it can't be it can't just be me i know it's not just me i like they leave other, other white women they don't care why i don't yeah i don't think it's about like like uh, there's probably white women listening right now it's like i do be trying to drive these motherfuckers over i got places to go like right and things to do i don't know like it's, i it's, gotta get back for the kids get back home from school like it's the why it's not even uh you know what i mean like i'm not saying i'm in a car and then you try to hit my car i'm saying i'm walking across the street now i do understand the opposite stereotype which is true nothing slower than a black person when they cross in the street <laughs> nothing and i mean specifically black men there's I, nothing I'm with you on that one nothing they slower. will purposely slow down because they know you got to stop i'm an equal opportunity motherfucker i will tell you the truth nobody crossed the street slower than a nigga that look we owe y'all owe us y'all never paid so i'm gonna take my sweet ass time walking across this street and yes well, my pants are sagging and it's slowing me down and i saw the light turn green and no i no longer have the right of way but you know what is right of the way i'm in the way so your ass gonna have to slow down or pay me my motherfucking money from your insurance so yes i'm taking my time and i'm holding my drawers and I'm, i might like me a swisher yes! sweet in the middle of this traffic i might just like me a swisher sweet right now and then keep watching because the, the reparations were never paid this is your time is now my time okay but other but though but those look at you like i wish the fuck you would those two intersections of people worse people dog worse and i say this as a black man worse we be crossing the street slow as fuck and we do it to each other it is yeah, not we do it's not something like we mm-hmm. only do this to white people to make them no. mad no niggas will look you dead in your eyes while the light turns green like ah am taking a stroll and you just had to sit there and be like go ahead and just i know I, I, do your thing brother i don't want no problems just yeah you know, go ahead whenever you're ready you. oh that's good the light's yellow 
and it's red all right well hey next cycle you just take your right, time i got another five minutes i got to wait now you know what laquavius i ain't got shit to do either. i sure and i don't want no problems i'll just be late to work you know they do everything become lean inside your car come on hey man what you listening to in here like it's just uh but it's the truth dog them white women will run your ass over black people won't run it all <laughs> black men will walk won't rush moonwalk their ass across the motherfucking intersection and break dance right. waste of time through the whole life cycle Mm-mm-mm. um now that i'm older i had a epiphany today i was i was uh parking my car and there was a big ass like tree branch that had just like fallen in the parking space next to mine mm-hmm. and nobody parked there that night and i came out this morning nobody had parked there all night I was like, damn, nobody wanted to get out their car and move that big-ass tree branch. No. And then I I guess I had a epiphany. I did switches all the way wrong when I was a kid. My mom used to go out there and be like, don't give me no little switch. Give me a, you gotta go get a big switch. And I would try to get the little switch, and then the little switch actually hurts worse. Like, that's, that's, that's not a mistake. They actually you, grab better. It's not a mistake you make very often you mm-hmm. make that mistake one time you like then, mm. then your skin they actually uh especially they flexible they actually loop around your skin yeah sometimes they make you go get another switch okay now i'm not glorifying this violence i don't think people should hit children and Mm-mm. if i had children i wouldn't hit them either okay guys so before you say that but this trauma happened to me and uh you don't get to determine if i can laugh at it or not <laughs> right so too bad you go take my parents whoopings and then you can talk about them but um yeah i thought when i saw that big ass branch i was like oh i should have been getting big ass branches the whole time what the fuck was i thinking you can't swing no big ass branch more than like once maybe twice you know you just give her that big ass branch and be like well do your worst and then she gotta be like oh hold still you know oh this is this is terrible that was tremendous all right well you're done for the day i know you tuck it out you really think that's how that's gonna work as creative and innovative as black people is now we both need a nap (laughs) you had to i know you gotta work out fucking with that branch all day that's what i should have been doing like giving somebody like the bar from a fucking you know how you lift weights you give like a 45 pound bar just one of those but as a switch like all right mom hit me with this oak tree and then she'll be like you know what just uh, you don't punish it just go to bed (laughs) i know it's only three o'clock but <laughs> go to bed for the rest of the day go to bed with the sun though. i don't want to see your face that's how we can get kids out of corporal punishment man hide all the belts in the house and then you fucking go get a tree I'm like hit me with this sapling it's like what is this it's dirt all over the house i know i know and they're gonna clean I, that up yeah you're gonna clean it up because you mm-hmm. bought it in here i'm just saying youth is wasted on the young ah! if you're a little kid listen to this try it write us in let us know if it works mm-mm, mm-mm. don't don't mm-mm. don't you do the, don't you dare do that you might get the one mama that's already fit be like oh you just gave me some weights mm, i'm just saying um all right so what else happened um oh man i read another article about FanCon. it's been like five articles at this point they none of them say they're getting your money back but um <laughs> none of them not an a ray one nigga <laughs> what the dude robert butler i think is his name he said that uh the the reason it didn't work is because they they had he thought people believed in diversity but apparently they don't and they had a non-existent community so they didn't show up even with all their followers on twitter and shit it wasn't real 
which i i assume is a slap in the face to all the actual existent people that paid actual existent dollars yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but y'all don't exist oh i was like yo it's getting so bad the next article one of them got to come out and be like this is a public high-tech lynching of black man uh y'all just don't want to see all the cold words y'all don't want to see a black person win and uh emmett till they're gonna say it was traumatizing to them mm-hmm. emmett till this is a high high conspiracy we were trying to buy nbc con right and y'all uh stopped us so but you took my money how's it traumatizing mm-hmm. to, to see to there you. you go doing the work of the white man karen there you go see this is what i'm talking about um did you read any think pieces today about uh this is america no i haven't read I, you know how many think pieces i read absolutely positively none mm-hmm. you know how many times i played that song 50 billion times yeah i i can't stop playing it it's really like yeah i didn't read the thing it's really obnoxious how many times i played that song i I don't know maybe it's because of me i don't give a fuck about y'all niggas hot pieces hot think pieces yeah the thing i thought was funny is i get i without even reading them i guarantee you there's some think pieces going this video was too focused on explaining things to the white gaze and whiteness written by a nigga that writes for the white people like it's always <laughs> my job is to explain black things to white people right and this man was explaining black things to white people and i'm not gonna have it right i'm writing an article about how i hate the iphone sent from my iphone right it was just like i was like i guarantee you that was definitely an article that happened today just somebody hitting you with the like this video was worried about what white people think for the washington times like, like right for the, the, new, the, <laughs> the new yorker right for the la times it's just uh, white people reading the fuck out of this like only unless you just like the root then you know that should be like the only people that can write about it then um all right let's talk about news stuff happens uh chain restaurants are officially now required to post calories on their menus starting today uh that's gonna be overturned it was uh originally passed in the law as part of the affordable care act in 2010 uh finalized by the fda 2013 for a series of delays gave the chains plenty of time to comply but uh now it's got to be on there and my thing is for people that actually know because a lot of americans don't know what the fuck calories is and how to read them everybody think everybody really understand calories they don't most people don't even know what their average calorie intake should be like that's just keeping it real so then don't put the numbers on there no 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 no. i'm, I'm just saying you're gonna put it on there and it's gonna educate some people and some people already know how to read it and some people go i already knew this shit was high and they might be surprised that it's higher than they think it is i'm eating a salad and i think oh my salad is good but by the time you add all the extra shit to it i bumped up four five six hundred calories but that's the only way to learn is with them telling you the shit yes. i mean i don't yeah, know no, no, how that's I'm, a, i mean yeah, yes 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 it should be on there. i'm not saying it shouldn't be on there okay but overall for some people it's not going to change their eating habits oh they, I, they're yes, going to eat yes, whatever the yes, fuck they're going to eat like that's what i'm trying to say for some well, people also it's because, gonna, oh god what oh shit this? every day i didn't even mean to click that sorry guys <laughs> Uh, yeah. but that's also but but baby also that's because um we're addicted to the food correct and the chemicals in the food it's not as simple as i didn't know it's like cigarettes like that should tell us a lot about our food how close it is to just like to just being addicted like nicotine and shit because it's like you know they put a warning on cigarettes but if you're smoking cigarettes the warning label's not gonna stop you 
from smoking cigarettes because you're already addicted to the nicotine and i think we're already addicted to the food so if you're going to get fast food the numbers probably won't wake everybody up they won't go out of business but it might help some people and it might help you make better decisions i'm not i don't see what can be hurt by it i'm more worried Mm -hmm. about the transparency i doubt that those numbers are um a hundred percent uh accurate that's what i doubt no because there are going to be some things that they're not going to count that they're going to be like well you can count everything but you don't have to count this so you might have not to you know count certain things that you add but if you really broke down every single thing on there i i think they should do that and they should do that in more places so that people can actually see what they're eating but also for a lot of people uh they don't want you to see what you're eating because if you actually see and people actually start paying attention to what they're consuming and what it's doing to your body which actually caused a lot of medical and health problems that people have and we're not a country of we're a country of food and medication we're not really a country of educating people and informing people and letting people you know know about certain things like america love to keep people in money and power particularly the food injury love to keep the consumer stupid because they go oh you wouldn't buy this shit if you actually knew and were actually educated enough to understand it uh completely but also it's an addiction so even if you do do like you said you're addicted to it so odds are you're going to continue to come back also they wouldn't the companies wouldn't be fighting against it if it was pointless correct they fought tooth and nail for eight years to keep this shit from happening so i do think it'll have some impact and maybe if it's just as simple as people being like i'm not gonna get supersized or i'm not gonna get uh extra serving of uh i'm gonna get the grilled chicken sandwich rather than the fried chicken sandwich mm-hmm. i mean it might be I've little done, shit but i've done that before i just don't know how i don't think it could hurt no it it, it it can only help and i think it's going to help like a lot of educate a lot of people uh to actually make better choices and i think that's the thing they don't want people to actually get savvy and start making better choices because then you're going to have people actually start going to places that are more healthier like a lot of their sales are going to go up you know particularly if you are in the in the uh uh group that has a lot more disposable income and they can go out to eat more frequently you're going to start putting your money in the places where the food is healthier a judge also affirmed the decision to put cancer warnings on coffee in california oh yep court ruled that given the ruling that gave coffee drinkers a joke earlier this morning finalized monday when a los angeles judge said coffee sold in california must carry cancer warnings judge alihu burrow said starbucks and other roasters are retailers uh, and retailers fail to show the benefits from drinking coffee outweigh any risk from a carcinogen that is a byproduct of the roasting process he had tentatively made the same written decision in march a nonprofit group sued about 90 coffee companies including Keurig, green mountain and pete's uh inc uh under a state law that requires warnings on products and in places where chemicals that can cause cancer are present the coffee industry did not deny that the chemical uh acrylamide wait acrylamide okay um is that right Uh, no acrylamide okay there we go acrylamide was found in coffee but they argued that it was harmless uh at harmless levels and their product should be exempt from the law because the chemical results naturally from cooking uh uh necessary for flavor I don't, I don't, I don't believe you. Like, like it's money involved, and when it comes to companies fighting against shit, it's money involved. Like, it's people, and then it goes back to the food thing. You got fucking caffeine in it. 
if a motherfucker gonna drink a cup of coffee, they gonna drink a cup of coffee regardless if you tell them you got you got cancer in it or not. Mm. Uh, but it will like it's almost like the food thing. It will make people consider, hey, do I really want to drink? Do I really want a grande? I might get a smaller. I might get something smaller. Well, also people might feel like, hey, y'all were aware of this. Someone said, I'm getting cancer from drinking coffee. I'm gonna sue you. Things of that nature can happen as well true um but yeah they said the final ruling clears the way for the council for education and research on toxics to seek a permanent injunction that would either lead to ominous warning labels or commitment by the industry to remove the chemical from their product as a potato chip industry did years ago when it was sued by the same group attorney ralph metzger who represents the nonprofit, said he hopes medication will lead i mean mediation will lead to some settlement of the case uh that has been brewing for eight years no pun uh, if no agreement is reached, another pa- another phase of the trial will determine civil penalty as high as two hundred uh, $2,500 a person exposed each day since the suit was filed in 2010. Shit. Wow. Um, yeah, so that might be something they wanna, might want to get on top of. And, you know, because the thing is, you're not saying it don't exist, mm-hmm. but yet you're not changing the process to get rid of it either. And that's their thing. They're going well it's so little that's not the point the point that is in your process is the problem Mm-hmm. so i don't i mean that's just california i wonder what implications that has for the country right because it starts there i can see it branching off in other places Mm-hmm. uh ava duvernay cordially invites her male haters to sue her she said um she uh she was being out of the 30th annual gloria awards never heard of them man she stayed getting so i know her trophy case is just full to the brim uh she spoke about a phone call she received from a friend who warned her about alleged complaints regarding her all women director lineup because she has an all women director lineup for queen sugar right the friend said there were a number of men in the directors guild of america who complained who claimed her hiring process uh practices were a form of discrimination you guys know how it is people in a privileged group see someone in the minority or the marginalized group that's been excluded they so they say you know what fuck it we'll do it ourselves we'll make a space for ourselves we'll include only ourselves because they won't give us a chance to do what they do and the first thing they say is hey as a privileged person i feel left out uh so she said thank you friend thank you for that call i invite you to tell whoever is feeling discriminated against to sue me come on so that i can sue every studio that has left women out because we can do this if that's what you want to do yeah because you act like i don't got the means Mm-hmm. this whole series that the people just love including myself that ain't got nothing some of them ain't got nothing but white men to direct every motherfucking thing Mm-hmm. yeah she absolutely sound like i do have the time I, i'm a very busy woman but i will make the time to uh to make to go to court to talk about this right if y'all want to make this a problem mm-hmm. i'm the one that did the 13th so don't think i ain't got the time to go back through the history of the bullshit that's been going on with this and bring out all the facts and statistics and figures a woman left a restaurant a three-star yelp review and then things got weird oh mm-hmm. why should he do a three-star when a woman in sterling virginia reviewed an italian restaurant on yelp in late april she had no idea the rating would lead to a nightmare encounter with the manager aisha callahan black 
she's been a guest on this show so yes she is black Karen. <laughs> she she was a guest she she uh is an editor for the root i don't know if you remember her but yes. she was cool uh she was disappointed when a delivery guy from the restaurant la porchetta showed up at her door with a styrofoam box of sorry looking steak fries a soggy dessert and a burger lacking lettuce and tomato mashable reports callahan was even more surprised when the man asked her to complete a yelp review so she got on the site and actually did it she rated the restaurant three out of five stars gave the restaurant a suggestion to replace the packaging of the dessert to prevent sogginess and even saying maybe next time she will try the pizza well no harm no foul hey they fucked up a little bit she didn't even give him one star she gave him three should be the end of the article right i mean right 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 what else is there to say right um the review quickly changed to one star however and we can certainly understand why the manager showed up at her door the following night at 10 p.m and called her cell phone when she didn't answer hello this is an audible name let's say larry hello this is larry the manager of la porchetta i'm outside your door i want to speak to you about your yelp review the manager said in the voicemail of course uh aisha being nobody's fool called the goddamn cops right you should have the fuck out of my house at 10 o'clock at night nigga right well why wouldn't i call the cops kind of stalkery ass beating on my fucking relationship door. that this yelp just come become i didn't enjoy the experience that much i gave you three out of five stars do better next time and this nigga was like next time tonight motherfucker we are making it happen uh but she's lived around bears before so she probably wasn't too scared uh but still you know bears don't have phones so i can understand come on maybe if the bears was calling her house she would she would have moved sooner she's like oh shit nigga bears, bears is calling people house Mm-mm. um so she called the police and tweeted at her north, uh, north virginia yelp local chapter uh so this night just got weird my dinner was delivered uh and the delivery guy asked me to leave a review on yelp uh, at nova oh okay so we must have like yelp charlotte or something we'll probably do hmm. i don't know we have so, to find out i don't know so i left a three-star review because it's mediocre why did the manager motherfucker just knock on my door at 10 p.m and then call to say he was outside what the fuck like i'm gonna come out there and see you you could be lying right a no one comes to my house so to hear someone knocking at 10 p.m is all types of crazy yeah not to mention it's 10 p.m dog announced b did he really think i was gonna answer the door or even a phone number i don't recognize um all of this over a average yelp review the owner of the restaurant thanked callahan for her yelp review and said it was clearly a misjudgment from the manager to show up at callahan's house at such a late hour the owner said grubhub had the incorrect description for the restaurant's burger which was the one one part of callahan's complaint well she helped you out now you know that was the only reason why a manager went to your house the business owner wrote no reply to the review the owner said that the manager wanted to get uh, give callahan a replacement order and personally apologize well how about you wait till i'm hungry and i order something else or and call or text or right, and that's something a, that's the thing you should have called me you can also message people on a yelp review i got yeah, messages you can. yeah yeah you sure can because i've left reviews uh and people have hit me up and said thank you for the review i appreciate your review so you can do that and schedule a time or tell me to come back by and next time you come your meal will be comped see i don't believe this like i believe listen Mm-mm. far be it from me to allege what i'm about to allege but also it me i am going to allege it i think if you knock on somebody's door at 10 p.m unannounced with no phone call 
the next night after they give you a three-star review that is an appointment for the hands i think you were yeah, showing up to they, deliver her they were mad a meal that included uh a number one and number two fist i think that's the only reason that it would happen i don't think you wouldn't try to it doesn't sound reasonable to me at 10 o'clock at fucking night his message don't sound right hey this is so-and-so the manager of la porchetta i'm outside your door i want to speak to you about your yelp review that sounds like a threat right that shit don't sound like hey i'm out here with a nice burger that is the 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 right burger and i got the fries looking dope for you the 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 dessert not soggy i'm about i'm about to help you out boo nah you hey i like to speak to you uh outside your house about this review real quick player no so you like to leave three stars and shit huh i I read your little review that's what that's that's what it sound like that's the message that's the message i wanted to say i i read your little review and shit how'd you come outside and talk about this like a real woman face to face how about that what are we gonna do shoot her for the leave five stars nigga let me see your phone uh so yeah the um uh yelp responded on twitter and basically agreed that it was low-key and high-key weird and the restaurant tried to give her a replacement burger at 10 p.m um yeah i want your food now i'll never go back yelp said we're sorry to hear about this and have escalated the issue with our delivery partner we've confirmed that they are investigating and taking appropriate action including terminating the restaurant's contract for violation of the terms of service right yep he tried tried to pull up oh my god also i'm not eating your that might be a poison burger i don't know what's going on child and i don't believe you had food in your hands that's too much he had something he had some hands to deliver but i doubt he had some food right um you don't know me how you don't know i might open up the door and blow your brains out right knocking at my door like the popo at 10 o'clock at night nigga that's what i'm gonna do to everybody that don't leave five star reviews show up to their house at 10 o'clock at night yeah i like to talk to you about your little review come on outside let's do this fuck you mean the show too long <laughs> like what <laughs> i'm corny i'm corny motherfucker do i look corny to you <laughs> i have other more important shit to do <laughs> like nigga, you gotta move on it's not even a it's a three-star review it's not even that bad <laughs> she didn't give you a one <laughs> she, and the three is average all right <laughs> yeah i saw your little review yeah come on out let's talk about that's it. how that went the let's, first shot went to was up in the air <laughs> let's rap about it real quick okay i got some i got some words myself i got some words um common the rapper mm-hmm. says no matter what kanye is my brother then he yelled at him and ai and other uh various things oh that, that commercial that commercial is hilarious i feel like he yelling at me when did he become krs1 that commercial is so jarring i don't know because his voice i don't know if it's the way they recorded or what his voice just gets really loud why did they hire him to do that that's not even the voice that we think of when we think of like highly intelligent people that want to sell us artificial intelligence from computers like if i was like if i was making a list of celebrities who i said now this motherfucker need a commercial where he telling me about artificial intelligence i'm no offense to comment he's in like my bottom he's bottom five maybe <laughs> like of all the celebrities i could think of <laughs> 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 just... 
but they paying they paying him so i would have been up there making my money too well obviously he shouldn't turn it down but i'm just saying like jeffrey wright sounds like a nigga that know about some ai you know what i'm saying uh that nigga that played gus on motherfucking breaking bad uh john carlos stanton or whatever his name or what is his last name whatever that nigga's last name is that nigga seems smart like certain people got that smart you know they, they got that smart accent and y'all know the fuck what i'm talking about too but like he don't got it it's not like he worrying too hard about the words he's about to say and ai <laughs> sound like me up there i ain't i ain't hate no <laughs> it's just a struggle that's all i'm not mad at him but i'm just saying we just need there's other people that if they came on my tv it was like you know <laughs> you know the world is becoming a fast-paced automated i'll be like oh okay yeah that nigga is smart I, I believe you sir i definitely believe what he's saying but common just it sounds like he don't know any of those words until he showed up Oh, Esposito, there you go. What did I say? Stanton? In there? <laughs> baseball player or some shit? I don't know what I was Probably thinking. Um, uh, but yeah, it's, <laughs> that's a, anyway, he's, he's like, even a commercial sound like spoken word. You know what? That's what it, it sounds doesn't like. sound spoken like, word. it doesn't sound like, like he broke up. Yeah, giving a talk about, like, hey man, buy this product because it's gonna make your computer real smart. Also, I don't know what that commercial's selling me. I Are you selling no me artificial intelligence? Are you selling it to me? I, I, am I supposed to go buy one? I don't know. Tomorrow, today is the future. I don't know what you're selling me. Yeah, anyway. Um, he said that, uh, no matter what, Kanye is my brother. No matter what, it's no beginning to the end because that's my brother i don't agree with everything he says everything he's thinking i don't agree on a lot of things with people i love but that don't mean i love them any differently and that don't mean i won't say exactly what i need to say to them Mm -hmm. he got the right to feel that way Mm -hmm. uh comment said also um there's a lot going on in the world like black women being dragged out of waffle house and black people being shot down in the streets i think us focusing on tweets and comments i want to put more energy towards changing the conditions of what's going on i don't have a problem with that honestly me either not that statement no i think it's also that thing where everybody's trying to kick kanye west out of blackness so you can't be friends with him mm-hmm. but like that's not they friend it's easy for them to do you said uh your only relationship with kanye west is if if you listen to his music or not if or not you follow him on twitter and if or not uh you watch those stupid ass interviews correct but if that was your actual friend you probably would be more like man i don't know what's wrong with that nigga right now but i know i'm not disavowing my fucking friend for y'all for y'all strangers on the internet that's a problem now too many of these motherfuckers living their life for strangers on the internet like these niggas don't know you or like you dog you gotta you gotta stick to what's real he like i really am from chicago and i really did see kanye west come up and i really did um you know because i remember common was on like the first mixtape that kanye put out i still remember that Mm. shit so like you know they might have a real actual friendship that is bigger than kanye saying some stupid shit on tmz correct um to to common you know uh but uh yeah hopefully they can work it out because you know obviously if kanye keep forcing the issue he ain't gonna have too many people around him period that uh at least not real people i agreed you know um anyway uh let's see what else we're gonna talk about let's get into our segments how about uh how about some fucking with black people (laughs) 
to with common having some integrity and these other niggas that really was like Kanye got a point like common was like yeah i don't agree with none of the shit he's saying he's still my friend but nah them other niggas sound like they just want features they like listen uh sometimes black people can't be republican I'm like uh do you want to go back and you want to go back and fix what you just said you want to go back and before that gets out to everybody that you think that this nigga <laughs> saying slavery was a choice is some shit you want to co-sign uh yeah that's uh, yeah you're right you're right i disagree with the things i just said like nah just that's my friend i don't agree with what the fuck he talking about all right y'all uh but he did try that fake ass like it's people being dragged out of waffle house and this what we talking about like nigga we talking about all of it yes i know i am your ass is too (laughs) nigga oh man people funny um two black men got exonerated over 26 years served for rape apparently that did not even happen black this is america this is not guesses race care this is fucking with black people so you already knew they were black after serving a combined 37 years in prison for a crime they did not commit two men have been exonerated it's always such a pyrrhic victory because like yay i'm glad you're out but 37 years look how much of my life you have stole from me on a lie family members that i missed you know they may have died when i was in there like you stole my livelihood shout out to the innocence project for being like one of these groups that works on this shit you know i don't know if they did this one but that you know they they stay getting people out gregory counts and van dyke perry were convicted of four counts of first degree rape three counts of first degree sodomy and kidnapping in 1992 they were 19 and 21 at the time they also include criminal possession of a weapon stemming from a case in which a woman claimed to be raped by three black men by her home in queens according to the legal documents the woman claimed she was kidnapped at knife point the third alleged suspect was never found during the trial no physical evidence was available for use semen recovered from the woman was tested to belong to another man other than the ones accused this was 1991 not 1965 y'all so we had dna evidence we had all the things we have Mm -hmm. still counts and perry were found guilty based solely on a tearful inconsistent testimony from the complainant now about 30 years later the woman has admitted to investigators that the men were actually innocent and the rape and kidnapping never happened the only reason she admitted it is because in 2017 they launched a reinvestigation into the case she was content to let them sit there and rot for however long the sentences were knowing that she lied and then because it was reinvestigated she was like oh shit okay y'all gonna find out anyway i lied 
perry accounts reportedly never gave up on their cases reading books and applying for countless appeals perry was released in 2001 accounts was released august 2017 according to co-founders of the innocent project an organization that uses dna testing to exonerate prisoners who have been wrongfully accused this case is a reflection of race and other factors at the time there's a particularly dark time in new york city during the crack epidemic at this point in the time in new york city people were scared of teenagers that look like my client said barry's check um during the trial it was argued the woman who accused the man was a recovering crack addict and was using the crime to cover up an incident in which her boyfriend was the one uh was wanted for previously shooting perry manhattan da cyrus vance jr says this case is a tragedy for everyone involved it is every district attorney's nightmare that any innocent man or woman would go to jail um so yeah according to national registry of exonerations 2210 people have been exonerated since 1989 after spending time in prison for a crime they did not commit Mm. so you know everybody go everybody go to jail everybody did nope 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 a lot of innocent people go to jail too some of them niggas belong in there mm-hmm. but some really don't yeah and also i mean it's so wild because essentially she went in there and cried and it was like, that was enough to convict two black right men. it was like fuck the scientific evidence and, and dna and all none of that matters it's uh, one of the things that bothers me about this shit too is like people will exhaust so much energy on defending like someone who actually did rape people like bill cosby right or um you know like just all these dudes that they're celebrities and they're famous and they're like see a white woman can send a famous rich black man to jail for no reason and i'm like Mm, but he did that shit they have evidence they have everything he did it and then you have cases like this and people act like it's the same and i'm like no No. one of these is something that 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 happens and scares the fuck out of everybody one of these is just a person getting their due and it should be noted that they're different you know but anyway a hundred for me same cynthia nixon ignites an outrage for saying marijuana could be a form of reparations in black neighborhoods Cynthia Nixon is, of course, running for um, governor of New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, our girl, Eljoy Williams, is uh, on her campaign working with her. Mm-hmm. She took heat Monday from black leaders over her comments that creating a legalized pot industry in New York could serve as a form of reparations in black communities. Nixon on Saturday told Forbes magazine, now that cannabis is exploding as an industry, we have to make sure that those communities that have been harmed and devastated by marijuana arrests get the first shot at this industry we must prioritize them in terms of licenses it's a form of reparations the comments came under fire from some community leaders yeah because a lot of black folks are politically correct let's just keep that real a lot of black folks okay i'm for legalizing marijuana and i like cynthia nixon but putting pot shops in our communities is not reparations said reverend al sharpton Healthcare, education okay manhattan democratic party chairman keith wright a former Longtime state assemblyman from Harlem said Nixon's comments is ill-informed, lacks understanding of the greatest crime in history, and should cease and desist. Reparations is a repayment for the free labor that built this country, said Wright, a former state Democratic Party chairman under Governor Cuomo. Mm-hmm. 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 So he might be a little biased. Miss Nixon should relegate her comments to legalization, pro or con. I believe social equity should be part of licenses to sell marijuana if and when legalization does occur. However, it is insulting to my soul that the free labor that my ancestors gave to this country would be equated with the selling of marijuana. Black Lives Matter of Greater New York blasted Nixon's comments as offensive and ignorant. 
now i gotta ask is this one of the official chapters or one of them coon chapters or one of, like what kind of black lives matter of greater new york when it because like they got mad chapters and weird organizational structure where there was a black lives matter like trump rally thing and people was like they not actually black lives matter so i don't know are they real or not um anyway uh they said it it does a disservice to our community to her for her to play into the harmful stereotypes of african americans as drug users and dealers it does an even greater disservice to the enduring consequences of both slavery and Jim Crow and the inequities these systems of oppression per, uh, perpetuated to claim that legalizing marijuana would somehow erase that experience. They called on her to apologize. On Sunday, she had attended a rally. Uh, she said she focused heavily on the issue. Um, so, and of course, Kumo, who, who also now wants to legalize pot, had called it a gateway drug just a year ago but he's trying to beat out cynthia nixon on all her progressive platforms so he's basically echoing the things she's saying and being like no 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 i'm more this thing that she is <clears throat> zero to 100 karen i'm not fucked with it all i think people just have a problem with her saying reparations and she's not relating that to slavery she said this is not she's not saying this is a payment she said this is a start and i think that based off of what you said and she said some other shit outside of your statement i don't know No, that's that's just what we have but based off of what you said people are adding words to what she's saying and saying things that i didn't get from it so i don't have a problem with her doing this at all because she's saying that uh white people have benefited from black people um being arrested for marijuana and all this shit you know black people you if you've been arrested you can't even get into the market so she's actually allowing black people to get into the market and make money because the other parts of the country white folks is going and buying this shit up and black people can't even get into these places i think once you use reparation and i understand this niggas get in their feelings and they feel like when you say reparation you need to be talking about four acres and a mule and shit like that and so i and for my opinion i i don't have a problem with that i don't have pro- i'm not fuck with at 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 all with what she's saying <clears throat> i think is actually a good program um for the simple fact that um i don't see nothing wrong with uh allowing black people to be the first in line to get into these industries and things like that we ought to be first in a lot of this shit because we always left out and last in any other genre yeah not only am i not fucked with i agree with her 100 percent. and the word reparations doesn't mean slavery right reparations is a technical term for repayment after damages have been done damages have been done to the black community from over policing and over criminalization of marijuana and we already know statistically it has been proven that systemically uh systematically i mean systematically we are incarcerated at a higher rate for these crimes we are also like we these are families broken up these are parents taken out of homes these are children jailed these are people that get out of out of prison can't find jobs um i was gonna say i'm really shocked the most that black lives matter saying that because they have very, several black lives matter chapters have promoted radical type of solutions to incarceration and this being one of them but it's actually black lives matter of greater new york they were the black lives matter chapter that got on stage in washington dc with the trump people okay so you so that nigga is one of the people talking about i'm i'm offended and i want an apology <sighs> no offense to black lives matter but this is what's wrong with their fucking structure it is why people were saying every black person that was an activist was part of black lives matter 
and then they're on twitter arguing about it and then trying to figure out how they gonna who can be in and who can't and how to get news articles to say who is and who isn't it's so fucking weird i know they don't want that structure but nigga what the fuck like this nigga gonna be walking around saying the opposite of shit that other chapters are saying just because he can and can't nobody stop him because he like i'm black lives matter greater new york who gonna do something about it anyway uh the other dude used to work for kumo uh cuomo however it's pronounced anyway he used to work for him so i mean he doesn't sound like the most unbiased motherfucker um and al sharpton seemed to be coming at it from a respectability place right you know which that's cool for him not cool for me yes i do want motherfucking because the thing about these dispensaries and shit this is not like a trap house right okay so they're putting like actual like stores and shit in the community yeah. that are going to be resources for people to, to make money people to come in and be regulated right to regulate it but but for some of that money to stay within the community hopefully correct especially if it's black owned and especially if it's going to back to the pockets of people that this country basically robbed of ability to earn an income because they went to jail over some fucking weed i'm not about to sit up here and have a problem with it you know like i don't have all that church shit with me so you know whatever the sin in part of it you can leave me out of that shit just the hard no truth of it is people gonna smoke weed right black white green yellow purple all these niggas gonna smoke weed yes and i mean green yellow purple mantis the hulk and thanos are gonna smoke weed all these motherfuckers smoke weed it's all the money's already in the economy it's already being sold you've robbed our ability to sell it uh and and uh, to use it in our communities and locked us up which you don't do to white people who use it at higher rates than we do it's been proven right like they've done studies of like yo we find drugs on white people way more when we pull them over but we pull them over way less and when we do catch them guess what we don't do throw them in prison correct and you have a lot of black people that won't even fuck with marijuana for the simple fact that they don't want to deal with the probability of being arrested, even if it's legalized in their <laughs> state, because they go, I know that you don't give a fuck that we can sell it here or we can smoke it here. You don't give a fuck. So I am not even going to attempt to try it because I don't want them problems. Companies are actually taking marijuana off of their list of banned substances. Like a lot of times when you apply for a job to make take a drug test and they're like, oh, we, you can't get a job. They are taking it off. It's the, the, the jury is over it's time to move past this shit no one should be in prison for fucking weed and nobody should be uh, unable to find a job because of weed and black people should be allowed to fucking sell it in a in a in a ordered ordered fashion they should be able to do that in a legal sense there's, there's nothing wrong with a shop that's like this is a weed dispensary or this is a weed shop in your neighborhood because it's right like anyway it, it should replace every fucking liquor store in the hood all right we'll put it that way um nordstrom and, rack yes but and they've done studies to say uh, a lot of time and this is another reason and i think you even said it one reason why a lot of people are well not these particular not in this situation but no, one reason why a lot of people are against weed is because if a lot of people stop smoking weed they'll start dropping these other vices so they'll stop drinking this much and and kind of uh medicating themselves with these other avenues right Cass says it in the in, in the chat they gonna respect the ability us out of top billing and then when people prove it's a legit business all we will have is diversity programs on the back and just like just like on the back end just like the tech industry right. exactly that's what the fuck they would do they'll be like 
hey now that white people like you know how I many fucking in, all right i'm getting mad but i don't mean to get mad but you know how I many fucking industries are made off of black dollars that they push us out of so that we can't keep the money in the community right here's a chance where you have a politician who is saying the shit that niggas say they want to hear and i have and it sound like a few of these people are really only having attitudes because of their own agendas and then part of it is a lot of these motherfuckers that was super woke on the don't vote i'm a voting i'm this that were really just about i don't want this white woman to win i had a black man as president for a certain amount of time and now i don't want a white woman to be my politician to represent me and that sounds like what this is this white woman said this shit and now you got a problem she didn't say nothing wrong Mm -hmm. not a goddamn word of what i read was wrong that's the exact language that motherfuckers have been requesting to hear for a long time get us out of jail wipe this shit off our records give us our motherfucking money back and leave us alone that's it she's like yes it could be reparation these communities should be fucking prioritized she didn't say for slavery reparations for the harm done by incarcerating people that should not be incarcerated right. reparations actually has a meaning in the dictionary it's not just slavery what the fuck idiots sorry they're not idiots but goddamn, right like that's so counterproductive man like are you even speaking for the community at that point you know is that what our community believes that well just keep them just keep them in jail and never let them get another job like no these niggas have expertise okay it's a lot of niggas in jail you know how much weed knowledge is in jail right now tons of it do you know how many people that uh is, is not a chemist or biology or anything like that that can grow the fuck and have some of the best kush you ever had in your goddamn life it's like the fucking scene in uh have bait when they had that fucking storage room and the dude was like uh what would you like some wowie maui and you know day was like oh you should told me you was into this could be hanging out a long time ago like that is what the amount of knowledge in prison right now about we and we sitting up there just letting black genius yes i said genius i don't reserve it just for donald glover right or, or whoever the white people tell me to you know any fucking black weed geniuses is just in jail right now white people about to go put on medical lab coats and sell the fuck out of it to our community and theirs and get all the profit and not give not shit back to us while we sit in jail for it are you serious look at colorado they legalize it and then put black kids in jail for having it right i'm not gonna no we i'm not gonna act like that was okay that's not okay for anybody to be against i don't give a fuck if hitler said it if it's right it's right in this case she was right if you just don't like her then just fucking say you don't like her say you just don't want her to say it because a lot of y'all niggas say the same thing Ugh. black lives matter disgusting i don't that's just so ridiculous that dude him and his trump shit that black lives matter greater new york is some whack niggas whoever keep fucking with him is also whack y'all need to let that shit go go find the real chapter the real chapter join somebody trying to do something other than hug trump supporters and shit oh stunting ass i'll be trying to stay off these activists lord please forgive me okay i'm trying not to talk bad about them but jesus that that nigga make it hard okay <sighs> nordstrom rack apologizes after three black men are falsely accused of stealing from a brentwood store i don't care what they said a hundred i don't right. i don't care okay yeah no the apology could have been we sucked all their dicks and gave them free nordstrom for life i don't, I don't care give a fuck sick of this shit sick 
this is one of my biggest nightmares just going somewhere being black and next thing you know sir sir put your hands on your head the fuck sir i'm gonna need you to put that barbecue chicken down put your hands on your head like i <laughs> can't even go to nordstrom yep um i don't even want to know the details it's mm-hmm. gonna be i ain't got to know it's I gonna don't, be infuriating i don't think i ever been in the nordstrom's other than to go through the i went through the nordstrom's to get to the mall because i parked on that side but i've never shopped at nordstrom's george zimmerman charged with stalking a private investigator 100 100 i don't need to read it you guys know what it says yeah keep going you guys already know what it says um police department writes popo on squad cars to relate with young people (laughs) what's going on my fellow youth (laughs) i'm just hanging and banging as you kids say how's it going home slice home skillet (laughs) hey blood do you mind if we uh give you some donuts how you doing my homeboy <laughs> what the fuck is this what's going on my guy my g you <laughs> no uh you guys trapping out the bando or what <laughs> it's me the popo uh in an effort to create a better relationship with that community's youth one michigan department uh has put uh has thought about changing his squad's car letters to read popo instead of foley and all they're gonna do is call you something else that you don't know what the fuck it is <laughs> you just made the word uncool they're gonna be rolling up people are gonna be listening to kendrick Lamar, and we hate the popo what to see us dead in the streets for show. show hey what's going on home slices what are we listening to my main man what do we look i would have voted for obama for a third term if you know what i mean didn't shot him in the streets for no reason uh after saying their facebook page has been helpful to connect with the community bath township wrote we are still struggling to re- really reach the younger folk out there so in an effort to bridge the gap we decided to update our patrol car graphics in an attempt to be more relatable to the local use they ended it with the hashtags including hashtag hoping for more waving with all five fingers so i guess they got jokes because people been waving with one finger uh, yeah! the department which has received a lot of attention since posting it has conceded that it is just a joke haha very funny policeman <laughs> i don't think it was a joke very funny mr uh somebody had got some money up for it and was like oh this ain't going to will don't do it oh i think it was a joke i absolutely do uh this is just a joke picture we made up in ms paint so we all we're still fully marked read one of the replies uh attributed to the bath township police yeah i know it's a joke because they would never do that even if they thought it would relate to the kids they wouldn't do it so because they don't give a fuck about yeah that. they don't give a fuck about that shit mm-hmm. the the youth i wonder what color youth they think referred to the police as popo guys come on mm, you think bath township is just just the colorless youth out there you guys know how it is uh but anyway for that one not that fucked with to be honest probably give it a 50 okay karen a 75 because i know you only patrol that car around the black neighborhoods and no other area would see that car you probably do it like the bat cave you go around the niggas and then just park it somewhere and then pull it back out it wouldn't even hit the main roads it's not real karen the car doesn't exist they don't have this car it, it was don't just matter photoshop I'm, I'm still fucked with you get a 75 <laughs> so if the car exists you still would only give it a 75 and not 100 that's interesting oh, you give 100 but it go down 20 you only gonna decrease 25 because it was a terrible ass joke i got shot by the popo like <laughs> 
oh no the popo shot a innocent black man in the street well lisa was the popo and not the police i'm not even gonna riot i <laughs> no, don't think so because when it comes to the police i don't take it as a game or a joke so yes you get a 75 for your terrible pun 50 ridiculous cops uh bob marley's granddaughter is <laughs> what a weird way to phrase that <laughs> is suing the cops after um she was questioned and surrounded for being black in a white neighborhood while carrying bags out of an airbnb rental one bob marley has like a thousand grandchildren two isn't it weird that even in this thing that happened to a black woman they thought we should put a black man's name in the title of this article (laughs) because it won't seem important if it just happened to a black woman it gotta be bob who's she related to maybe this is the secret guys maybe this is how we get people to care about black women instead of this black woman was shot by the police she was unarmed and they just killed her we'll be like um yeah so um bb king's great great granddaughter got shot by the cops what nigga i'm leaving my house right now where my hoodie at we going downtown you know but (laughs) but if you just be like yes uh mercedes king was shot by the police in the streets well what she have on what was she doing out there i don't i mean what i was supposed to care uh, she probably had an attitude well have we seen the tape can we see the tape before we give you we i mean we just assuming she right sometimes the police need to shoot people uh i forgot to mention i'm sorry mercedes king is bb king's great great granddaughter what nick are you for real Mm-mm, give me my pitch for it we are fucking some cops up tonight um yeah one of bob marley's granddaughters is planning to sue the rialto police department in california after she was questioned by cops while leaving a house she rented from airbnb uh filmmaker denisha prendergrass 33 and her two friends were confused for burglars in a san bernardino suburb uh last week while packing their belongings into a car a resident in the street called 911 because he or she did not recognize the vehicle or the people as neighbors or the homeowner i wonder why what 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 could it have been that made them stick out i just didn't recognize them the trio which also included kels fief marshall and komi olua olafimahin um were released when officers established that they were indeed airbnb guests but prendergast the daughter of sharon marley who was adopted by bob marley oh they went out of their way to make that the bob marley reference right she took the instagram to attack the police linked to the attack okay she wrote so many so much things to say right now got surrounded by the police for being black in a white neighborhood i'm sad and irritated to see that fear is still the first place police officers go in their pursuit to serve and protect to the point that protocol supersedes their ability to have discernment she added many have suffered and died in moments like these that's a crazy reality check give thanks for, for life and the ability to stand out our ground we are stronger together use your voice collectively use our voice your voice collectively we have the right to be right um meanwhile kells uh fife uh marshall said uh she linked the incident to race as well she wrote about 10 seconds after they carried their luggage into the cars they were surrounded by seven cop cars she went on i don't think people ever really understand that visual Mm-mm. when you look up it's fucking frightening and it's not one cop two cops but it's mad cops in a situation it scares the shit out of you because they are treating you as if you're like some type of super criminal 
like when my headlight was out on my car allegedly and the cop pulled me over by the time he walked over to my car there were fucking three other cop cars i'm like what the i put my hands up in the fucking air to show them i had nothing in my hands he goes to my door and was like why you got your hands up are you nervous or something i said dude there's four cop cars i didn't do shit i don't want to get shot tonight right he's like you can put your hands on the wheel i was like i'm just gonna leave my hands up right i don't want nobody to get scared or frightened i'll make a sudden move and all of a sudden i'm getting fucking lit up this wasn't after trayvon martin got shot this was when i was in college in like 1997 or some shit so like that is how scared i am of police in situations like that i can't just presume that they'll do their job not treat me as a threat uh he said where are you coming from nigga i have on a wendy's hat i smell like cheeseburgers it's two in the fucking morning and i have a bag of wendy's next to me in the passenger seat where the fuck you think i'm coming from the club they gonna come from wendy's I'm a college student and i'm trying to get back to my dorm it's the scariest shit in the world man so i can't imagine what these sisters went through looking up seven fucking cop cars we just trying to leave the airbnb dog what are you doing what did y'all think we were a fucking criminal mastermind this is heat is this heat think we're gonna pull out some gats we we robbing pulling shit out the front door passing it this ain't den of thieves or set it off what kind of shit is this because they ain't black i just didn't recognize them i'm gonna call the cops just just make sure they're here you know what else that mm, almost came out of my mouth you know what else that lady could have done she could have walked over there and said hey guys um i'm i'm the neighbor over here i was seeing if everything's okay you know i know judy and john and they live in this house and you know we never seen you well how's there you know oh well we just ran the airbnb from okay well you know we're neighbors i if you need anything come on over you know uh, my name's marshall or whatever the fuck you could have said that yes we would have known on the low you was being racist but we also would have been like okay cool you could have also just been trying to be a good neighbor right what you did not need to fucking do was call the goddamn cops because the cops would have killed a nigga you would have been like i didn't know they were gonna kill him well that's what they do they kill us stop calling them for everything call these motherfuckers for nothing yeah they 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 do they they said some police departments are complaining because they would say white folks are just just ramped up calling them and tying up their lines they tell them white folks don't call us for no bullshit on black and brown people they literally need to start that shit needs to become a crime right start charging for wasting their time you're wasting taxpayers money Marsha, this is the fourth time we come out this week because black people were around. Um, that's gonna be five hundred dollars. Like, what the fuck? That shit will stop. I bet you they ass a stop calling in, boy. Ugh. Idiots. Anyway. Um, uh, she went on, they locked down the neighborhood and had us standing in the street. Why? A neighbor across the street saw three black people packing lunch into their car and assumed we were stealing from the house. She then called the police. She also contended the cops admit that the woman's reason for calling the police was because we didn't wave to her as she looked at us putting our luggage in our car from her lawn. We didn't. Pu- <laughs> this is America, dog. Yeah, we don't they have- didn't party. They didn't. They didn't show the proper. We, we didn't show the proper deference to your white gaze. So hey, d- d- it's time to call the police. Was it supposed to start dancing? <laughs> we just went on a party party just for you oh, okay it's, it's it's fine sharon just let's all go back in it's i thought they were just like niggers but <laughs> clearly they belong they're 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 shuffling or something I don't, they must be fine 
god damn mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys are not mammying it up enough okay i'm gonna need a little more <laughs> oh mrs marsha how you deals okay they can stay they can stay yeah yeah i feel you but that interaction with the police you're talking about that that shit is motherfucking frightening like, yeah. yeah it is really frightening when like i said you look up and i think one time i got uh pulled over uh because my uh i think a, a tag one of my tag things is probably had moved so they probably sent the information to the old house and i didn't know this and i so i thought everything was current and the thing that really frightened me and what always frightened me and why i don't like police officers behind me well i never like police officers behind me period if i'm going somewhere and a police officer get behind me i would purposely turn go i will purposely stop i will be like don't be fucking behind me um i don't may, maybe it's a mental hurdle for me but i just can't take that um it just drives me crazy and so um they kept pulling up slowing down pulling up slowing down like behind me they, they kept doing that and i was like what the fuck are they doing uh and basically they was checking my tag i was like oh she must be checking my tag then okay and oh whoever was was checking my tag so she uh put on the lights i pulled over and it was she was basically was like do you know why i pulled you i looked at her i was like no I, I have no idea why you put me over so i'm talking to her so while i'm talking to her i did not realize that it was other officers that had pulled up because my all my attention was on her so while i'm talking to her i happened to look over on the uh non-passenger side in the back and it was actually uh, another officer on the other side a police officer on the other side with a gun drawn on me and i'm looking like what the fuck i'm talking to her why you have this other person literally behind me like sitting there like i'm going to commit a fu- i i am the nigga that does everything right and that's the thing that pisses me off i'm the nigga that does everything right i pay the taxes i keep it we'll pay shit in advance because i don't want people pulling me over for no motherfucking reason and so that's the shit that frightens you you know and then she ended up giving me like a summons or something like that and i had to go to court i was petrified i don't know shit about court you know so so then you have people like me who don't know anything about the system panicking you know and i talked to people and people was telling me it ain't that bad you basically go in there pay you you know pay your fees pay your go through the process you know and a lot of times when you do that the officer doesn't show up you know so a lot of times they just be like okay you just free to go but i didn't know how that process went you know so for somebody like me it's terrifying when uh you have an interaction like that you know and i've had positive reactions you know positive things with the police too don't get me wrong but i have had negative things i think one of the fun the funnier ones that i had and this was similar to uh uh roderick's where i was i knew i was speeding i was flying i was speeding speed down 74 the police officer actually clocked me on the opposite side of the road he actually had to turn around he had to, had to come up and turn around and uh get me I stopped in the middle of the road. I stopped right where I was and turned my emergency lights on. And he was like, uh, man, why'd you stop in the middle of the road? He was like, you know, you could have caused an accident. I said, I wanted you to know that I seen you and I didn't want no police chase. I said, I seen cops. I said, and I wanted you to know that I wouldn't no threat. I didn't want you mistaking me for a runner. I just clearly <clears throat> let him know that. Yeah. And, and like that fight or flight response is real. And, um, you know, my main thing with, with, police interactions is just to survive them right like i don't think about it like white people have a completely different idea of what interacting with the police is it's, well i first of all you didn't say my right i have the right to stay in here like all those videos you see on youtube it's always from white people saying that shit yeah. you ain't seen no black there's no black fuck with the police 
accounts no. of people officer i can have an afk 47 walking down the street if i goddamn well please to i have my second amendment right i have my license for my gun well let me see it you can't see shit motherfucker you don't get to see it unless i tell you to where's your warrant you go get a warrant and i'll show it to you you know you're like this white man is fucking like lion taming right now right, black person would have been hit slammed on the ground and going in the back of the car yeah niggas know they don't got no right you know when 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 people rapping the songs you go yeah y'all can look because i'm gonna say no and you're gonna be extra pissed because you got to look because you're gonna have to go get it anyway or you're gonna say fuck my rights and i said yes anyway and search anyway there's too many examples of black people doing exactly what the fuck they said to do and then dying Come there's on. too many examples so yes calling the cops on these women is fucking ridiculous there's no it's a hundred for me obviously mm-hmm. uh it, it took 45 minutes for the police to figure out that they had no problem being there 45 minutes dog what if they were supposed to be somewhere they ruined right you supposed to get your plane anything um anyway i hope she sues the pants off of everybody and wins mm-hmm. but a hundred for me all right let's do something more fun let's uh do some um what should we do white people news or fucking with white people let me think let me think i mean uh i'll do guess the race we maybe do white people news tomorrow that's some lgbtq news seems like it's been too long you know how to get in the guy get back on that guys um all right so let's do guess the race now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today the chat room and karen to guess the race and uh everybody that's playing is absolutely 100 percent racist all right let's get into some sism guys um let's see um do i still have the picture for this i don't know i don't know maybe all right a brawl broke a brawl broke out at an indian uh, indiana mcdonald's in the wee hours of friday morning and it was all caught on tape oh shit mm-hmm. you know sometimes you have to uh, fight at the mcdonald's i mean we've all been there guys i mean a little with chicken nuggets big macs hey look because the ice cream machine was down it said 10 mcnuggets on the box and i count nine come on it's gonna be a motherfucking problem i come up here this is my third time this week this motherfucking ice cream machine down again oh it's always the black mcdonald's got the ice cream down right too. we went the other day and, and er, literally y'all everything roger ordered she didn't even have right? i said can i have a sunday to like with ice cream machine broke okay what about an apple pie we out of that and then she started laughing y'all she was laughing on her end like <laughs> i was like bitch give me my fucking this is not this is not game this is serious right now i'm snacking i would have pulled off i was like oh they ain't got no ice cream i looked at you like we need to go somewhere else she said we got strawberries and cream i said what is that she started laughing again she didn't like, even know what it was she's like some trash it's some trash anyway i got strawberries and cream it was fine right but you know whose machine ain't never down the white people Wendy's. Mm, oh no you did not take it to the beef can come on and i when does i get chocolate or vanilla mm, okay i see you play always working 
okay you just gonna keep it going all right mm, i sure am i'm 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 an instigator i'm keeping the beef going it was 3 a.m when two women drove up to the fast food chain they picked up their order but returned moments later to complain that they weren't given the correct number of chicken nuggets oh i was right oh you were, people count them chicken nuggets a manager showed them the receipt for an order of four mcnuggets not ten they were told they had to get back into the back of the line if they want to place another order and that's when things went out of control i know it did the women started honking their horn and banging on the drive through window <gasps> they then both climbed through the window and attacked the manager what that takes some strength the scuffle uh continued for more than a minute until the women climbed back out and into their car and fled the scene monique hernandez mcneely was in the car behind them and captured the dramatic confrontation on her cell phone yeah because you don't see that happen every day it's a little bit disturbing at first but i knew that if i got it on video that i would be able to help the individuals inside mcdonald's police responded and they were given a copy of the footage which includes the suspect's license plate number a similar incident went viral back in 2010 when a woman named melanie melody duchene lashed out at a mcdonald's clerk uh after trying to buy mcnuggets at 10 30 in the morning <laughs> oh she was there like it is 10 30 i was like ma'am now here's the video you see it's only 10 seconds long oh, oh damn they was fighting oh my god all right all right and it has another video it's 20 seconds all right guess the races of perpetrators uh black all right let's check the chat room to see what they believe Mm. the the race is um them chicken nuggets ain't no joke black uh, order a mcfight hoe with them nuggets black <laughs> black <laughs> some mcfights she's gonna get <laughs> she's gonna get, she gonna get these mcfingers <laughs> why is that so funny to me mcfights oh man <laughs> some mcfights oh man anyway order of fight ho yeah black whoop that trick black oh that audio can't be airbnb black she can't airbnb black you're not you when you're hungry swv uh i will come back and air this bitch out <laughs> mcass whooping mcblack eye <laughs> black and, all, and only one sauce moon crickets and not loving it black the correct answer was everybody got it that was black that was black the video's too small for me to put on screen but oh, no problem there she was like y'all gonna get this mick ass whooping mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody said that somebody said oh, that but that's funny uh yeah <laughs> black oh my god the mick hands <laughs> mick hands why is that so funny to me because it's fucking hilarious about to dip these these mick hands and some hot mustard on your ass come on <sighs> all right <clears throat> i get these mick hands in the side of fries uh we're almost at the break i'll try to read this one quickly but oh, okay uh, may have to go to the other side segment. to guess a man was arrested early monday morning after police responded to a commercial burglary at a gun store around 3 a.m police responded to the gun center when they arrived they saw the front window of the store had been broken out 
24 year old dylan richard fox of germantown attempted to enter the store and then fled the scene before the officers arrived according to officials fox did not take anything from the store okay um he was arrested and transported to central booking uh i will uh ask you karen guess the race i am going to go white chat room go ahead and uh Y'all can go ahead and guess, and then we'll go to the next segment. Y'all got one minute. Lived white. <laughs> Lived. Made it to jail white. Yep, white, white. Confused about what his second, what the Second Amendment allows white. White, uh, everybody's going white on this one, man. It's like y'all all white man, white. Uh, all right, well, the correct answer is he was white. and uh i'll see if i can i'll I'll try to sh- i'll show y'all on the oh wait is it gonna work i can't tell if this is gonna work or not i don't know um all right i just tried to show y'all in the chat room maybe you'll get a few seconds of this before we go to the next segment is it showing up not yet i know sometimes there's a little delay all right cool we'll just go to the next segment oh wait, there it is right wow wow <laughs> he looks insane he got the white dreads dog white people shouldn't have oh, dreads white people should not have dr- y'all head on dread right mm-hmm. oh my goodness pass the gun to the right hand side uh all right let me go Ooh. to the uh next segment we'll wrap this up we got one more of these oh to do. his dreads was a bed head mm-hmm. like, he like he stank what's he even gonna do with them guns he don't like the gun type he's like a hippie right no, like don't he got him put the gun next to his marley poster in his uh bedroom oh that yeah that had to look terrible he just took his head and just rubbed it all over his bed and set up and they was like jeez mm-hmm. nah, something like that um all right we're back we should be live let me add karen back to the screen okay and then we'll go to the bonus round double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race second round of guest uh guest the race karen is two for two so far but will she be able to keep it up in the bonus round you getting nervous a little bit but i think i'll be all right all right we'll see a substitute teacher is arrested after she encouraged students to smoke pot and gave one a vaping device oh mm-hmm Mm-hmm. that's what we do a former substitute teacher has been arrested after she allegedly encouraged middle school students to smoke pot and gave one of student a vaping device i mean what happened to just fucking the kids i mean what is going on yeah teachers are getting more and more bold alicia mahar uh 20 uh was charged with four misdemeanor counts of endangering the welfare of a child in summersworth new hampshire Authorities say a school resource officer at Summersworth Middle School learned that Mahar had uh, invited students to smoke and had given a student a vaping device while she was a substitute teacher. Oh, my. The school resource officer then alerted Summersworth police on October 13th about Mahar, 
um interim superintendent connie brown said the school district is cooperating fully with the police um uh a hearing is scheduled december 26th is it it wasn't immediately known that she had a lawyer and the phone number for her could not be found guess the race i'm going white all right elisha Barr. karen's going white let's check the chat room vaping devices are expensive white you smoke vape don't you white oh lord cool out those dangerous minds white vaporing vaporing white white whitey white want to be friends with the kids white (laughs) white correct that says white wrong wrong found effect i meant this one yeah that that's pretty white that's pretty that's that's up there mm-hmm. and she look like the type to get high with some kids too I'm like yes the kids deserve what is the problem okay there it is mm-hmm. oh yep she's like listen guys i'm the same age as you i was just smoking this shit in, in college i'm only 20 probably shouldn't be teaching high school students anything but correct uh two years ago i was getting high with y'all <laughs> yes i was <laughs> oh boy all right let's go to sword ratchetness and get out of here and uh see if the flash is gonna be terrible or not tonight right what are you betting on it's gonna be average all right that's that's a good <laughs> sign <laughs> think they'll finally introduce bell and biv tonight to go with the main villain to go with devoe i hope so mm-hmm. shit it'll be more entertaining it's gonna start off tonight like poison yes poison <laughs> all right samurai sword trust a big button to check yeah his wife yes. left him last time yes his, his wife finally grew a backbone and was like you know what nigga i'm taking you and i'm taking this super chair and i'm yeah. out i'm out samurai sword used in south st louis slaying st louis a local man admitted to using a samurai sword to kill another man in his south city apartment killing took place sometime between wednesday and thursday evening at an apartment in hereford street uh the victim 55 year old christian christopher mccarthy was found stabbed to death around 8 p.m police later arrested suspect identifies 29 year old seth herder in mccarthy's suv herder who police said was covered in blood confessed to killing mccarthy stealing his vehicle and his cell phone and attempting to flee to mexico oh shit the motive for the killing was not revealed uh harder he was charged with first degree murder armed criminal action stealing a motor vehicle and cell phone theft his bell was set at a million dollars oh all right guys we'll be back tomorrow thank you so much for listening we appreciate y'all uh until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.